Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together, we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Sharp Money Hour 3 Thursday, presented by DraftKings. And speaking of which, on Thursdays in Hour 3 at the top, the U.S. trading team lead joins us, and he is Brennan White. Amal Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson, I'm Patrick Maher as we welcome you back. Brennan, it's great to talk to you, my friend. I've got your notes. We had a town hall meeting today, and I want all of my bosses to know that Brennan White gives the best notes of anybody I've ever worked with and 25 years of radio. So there's the props for Brennan. Let's get to it. Let's run the board. We'll start with 141, Cleveland at Houston. You were sitting two and a half with Cleveland yesterday, and you've come down to two. Fair? Yeah, that's right. I appreciate the praise for the notes. Uh, but getting the NFL, we're, we're very excited that the playoffs are finally here. It's sort of the grind of the regular season's over, and we're, we're getting close to the end and sort of able to focus our attention more on, on each individual game. And this game in particular has been fascinating to me. Uh, Cleveland has taken way more money than I ever would have expected, both in this game and in our futures markets. They're sort of the talk of the office every day is how much more money did we take on Cleveland? How much more liability do we have on all their markets? And it's, it's a situation where I, I don't think customers are particularly price sensitive here. Um, people love the Browns ever since Flacco sort of joined the team and, and showed out for multiple weeks, throwing for 300 plus guards. We know their defense is really good. This is a spot where I think it's kind of strength versus strength. The Cleveland defense versus the Houston offense. Stroud has changed this franchise and its future for the better. Um, the question's just going to be, is this a spot where he can step up and sort of pull this out of you know, a hat and, and give them the win that, that the city and the franchise is, is hoping for. But we're in a spot where we're probably going to stay around two until this game kicks and just sort of hope that Houston finds a way to get it done. Um, no, no CJ Stroud when they played week 16. So we can't really take much historical data from that game. So lots of unknowns here, but, but the public's all over the Browns. 
Brennan, before we get into the rest of the games, you said something, and I wanted to build upon that. You said, can't wait for the playoffs. Give us an idea from a regular season standalone game compared to the postseason, what the handle comparison is like when you've got 16 games on a schedule compared to now having six in each in, an own, in its own window. Yeah, having these games all be standalone is massive. Um, we'll see more turnover on every single one of these games than we did on our sort of highest Sunday night, Monday night regular season games. Fandom just sort of focuses in on NFL at this time of the year, right? College is over. Um, you know, we've got, we've got some NBA, but a lot of sports try to stay away from these windows where the NFL games are taking place because they just dominate viewership. And all of these games are going to be our highest games of the season. And then come next week, those games would be the highest games of the season. So we, we try to, you know, really dig into a lot of the sort of specific areas in all these games where people are looking for an edge, where we might rack up lots of liability. We have to be on top of our game in a lot of kind of unique positions, because not only are we looking at, you know, the core markets to spread the total, but if Cleveland's really popular, of course, you're going to see people building lots of SGPs with Flacco, lots of, you know, SGPs like Miles Garrett to get a sack, right? And so we have to sort of be thinking about that as well as we're kind of managing our liabilities. Yeah, booking is not what it was when Amal and I were betting in our 20s. Like, it is such a different game. I give you so much credit, Brennan, because – the props and the matchups and just the array of exotics now side and total have almost become like an afterthought. And I'll give you a side and total. Maybe you can react to that. Uh, Kansas city lane four and a half. I believe you host, you open Kansas city lane three hosting Miami. We did. We opened three. We're at four and a half. This is very much uh, a weather line move. I'd say, um, game's going to be extremely cold. Last I looked, the forecast was below zero a kick with negative 20 wind chills. I think a lot of people are going to look at that and go, it's the Dolphins that play in Miami, right? The Chiefs, Arrowhead, playoffs, home field. Um, however, if you kind of look at how these offenses are built, Miami's run game is the strength of, of their offense. And Kansas City has had periods of time where they've sort of given up large chunks to teams on the ground and then had to find a way back. But as you'd expect, this is a spot where people love the Chiefs. They love Mahomes. They think, you know, regular season's done. It's over. This is, this is where they kind of step it up. This is what really matters. Um, and so we've, we've made that move strictly based on liability coming from public betters. Let's go to a game on Sunday. This is an interesting one with weather playing a potential factor here. Pittsburgh on the road against Buffalo. The Bills laying 10 and a total of 35 and a half here, Brennan. Yeah, this is a really interesting one. Our totals dropped six points since the Open, um, mostly due to those weather concerns. But what's interesting to me is, you know, normally when you see big drops in totals, you'll see the dog get a little bit more favored just because there's kind of less variance in low total games. It's hard for a team to win by 10-plus in a game where there's only 35 points, but we haven't really seen that here. Um, it's interesting because the, the public is kind of very much on the Bills. They've closed the season really strong. Uh, you know, they look really good against the Dolphins. And, and I think we're, we'd normally be at nine, eight and a half due to the sharp bets on the Steelers with the total dropping. But just because of the liability we've built up on the Bills, we, we haven't moved there yet. Uh, no TJ Watt as well is something that we're kind of struggling to price in in terms of how much that affects their pass rush. Um, but they still have a pretty strong defense. And Allen is prone to turn the ball over. 
So I think we'll probably be in a spot come kickoff where we, we need the Steelers, and that also happens to be the sharp side. Brennan White, U.S. trading team lead, DraftKings, here on Sharp Money. Uh, the, I was telling the boys, the move that surprised me the most, Brennan, because that Dallas at home narrative has been so prominent this year, the idea that you came from seven and a half down to seven with Dallas hosting Green Bay, that did surprise me. Yeah, that actually was um, mainly due to some early sharp action. It surprised me as well, and I think we're going to end up maybe going back to seven and a half. But this is another great example of the difference between poor markets and, and props, where we we kind of are fairly balanced at the moment on, on Cowboys versus Packers on the spread, but we are not balanced on props. Uh, CeeDee Lamb's receiving prop has gone up, I think, six yards since it opened. We have a ton of SGP liability on Dallas offensive players to kind of go over their totals, go over their alt totals, score one touchdown, multiple touchdowns. Um, it's a situation where, you know, the Packers have had a pretty poor defense. They've had struggles against some bad offenses this year. And the public is just kind of overwhelmingly on Dallas to score lots of points. I think the question in people's minds is whether or not the Packers can keep up with that. So we'll probably see a lot of square action on either the Dallas side, the Dallas player props, or the over for the game. Obviously, this game being indoors with some high-profile offensive players. Brennan, Sunday night game should be terrific. Rams catching three on the road against Detroit. Yeah, this one it should be a really great game. Um, we have lots of Rams liability at the moment. Part of that uh, might just be because Detroit has struggled at times. Um, but again, this is a situation where these offenses are, are very prolific and very consolidated, right? We've got sort of Tyron Williams, Puka, and Cup on one side. We've got Gibbs, Montgomery, and Amon Ra on the other. And those six guys are going to uh, you know, account for 70 to 80% of our prop business on this game. So we're, we're going to be hoping for the under. We're going to be hoping for some player under performance. But I think this, is, this has a chance to be kind of the most exciting game of the weekend in terms of fans watching it. I'll throw my hands up on Monday night. I haven't a clue. Philly, Tampa Bay. <laughs> You've got Philly laying three and 44 on the total. Yeah, so we, we opened this minus two and a half. Uh, we moved to three, but I think we're minus 102. Uh, this is a spot where we really have no idea which Philadelphia team is going to show up. Um, I think last week was a bit of an anomaly. Obviously, Hurts and A.J. Brown got hurt in that game. Cam Juergens, I think, left the game as well. They're all expected to play. It's just a question of where they can turn it on now that it's the playoffs. And, and we really have no idea. And I think most people have no idea. But the Sharps have a, have a strong opinion here. And that is anytime we go to three, they're taking the bus. Um, they've kept us from going to three minus 110. They might end up taking us back to two and a half. You know, they, they, these teams played earlier in the season and the Eagles ran all over the Bucks, but the Bucks defense is healthier now. I think these are two completely different teams at this point in the season. Um, so we'll probably need the Bucks, and the Sharps will be happy if, if that's what ends up happening. Brennan, give the people out there a team that they could potentially look at for a long shot that isn't San Francisco or Baltimore. Sure, yeah. So I think that, you know, this time of the season, the team that has really impressed me recently is the Rams. I think they get a fairly easy matchup in the first round against the Lions, so all things considered. I think that as long as, you know, their main offensive pieces can continue to produce and McVay can sort of come up with some strategies to exploit opposing teams' defenses, 
um, that they really have a chance to compete with a team like San Francisco or Baltimore, you know, once they get to the, the championship game. Well, I hope you said goodbye to your family when you left this morning because you probably won't see them for like, I don't know, until at least February, right? Oh, then we have March Madness. Then we have March Madness. Yeah. You have, you, you're, you're lucky. You, got, you, got, you put a lot of pressure at, on the home front, huh? I certainly do, but uh, I just planned my, uh, my golf trip to Scotland in April. Oh. So got something Ooh. to St. Andrews? Yep, it's on the list. Got my tee times already. Oh, congrats. That's awesome. Have you ever played in Europe before? I've played in Europe before. I've never had the privilege to play St. Andrews, and, and I've, most of my Europe golf has taken place in Ireland, so really looking forward to see what Scotland has to offer. I would say that's the Mecca. My goodness, good for you. Brennan White, U.S. team lead on the trading floor at DraftKings. Good luck this weekend, kind of. Thank you, Brennan. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Talk <laughs> next week. Thanks. There you go. <laughs> I got to throw in the kind of. You, you know I do. Um, that St. An- even if you're not a golfer, everybody knows St. Andrews, right? Even if you don't golf, like you know the name. I stopped golfing in 06 and I knew that was the first <laughs> and, you, and you and you and you brought it up. That's right. Uh, Leger Doosable next CBS Sports. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, And of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. oracle.com slash strategic. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, we got Leger coming up. Quickly tell you, $9.99, you can sign up now, become a VSIN pro, get our daily best bets, access to the betting splits, upcoming big game betting guides, which are awesome. VSIN.com slash subscribe. 
Give it a try for a month and then stick around as we welcome you back and stick around because Leger Doosable is going to join us now. I'm Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson. I'm Patrick Maher, of course, does an awesome job. CBS Sports HQ NFL analyst, former NFL defensive lineman, at Leger Doosable. Try to spell it, I dare you, on Twitter. Hi, Leger. The It was crazy. Yesterday, Carroll, then Saban, and then this morning, Belichick. I'd just love to hear your thoughts on kind of an end of an era with the three of them. Man, it's been a crazy, like, 36 hours. Um, these are all legends in their own right, right? And these guys were around. Like, Nick Saban was a college football coach at Alabama when I was in college. And when you look at Pete Carroll, he's with the Seahawks when I was still in the league, and so was Bill Belichick. Matter of fact, I played Bill Belichick the most out of all these guys because – I was a jet for most of my career. So um, end of an era is what comes to mind. It's bittersweet, too, when you talk about the greatness that each one of these men brought to the game of football that we all love. Um, but the good thing is we get to honor them. And it looks like Bill Belichick wants to continue to coach. We'll see what his future looks like. But it looks like Pete Carroll will be going into the front office and Nick Saber retiring. So it's an it's end of an era. Leger, just a quick follow-up on that. From your perspective as a player, what was it that you liked in a coach? And what do you think these three guys did from afar that really impressed you? So all three different guys, I would say, if you look at Saban and Belichick, probably mirror images of, of, of the three different coaches. I'll start with Saban. The, the, the thing that I really loved about Saban was the consistency he had in college football. Like, for him to not only win six championships at Alabama, let's not forget going back to LSU, had a lot of success there and won a championship there. So the resolve in college football, especially in today's college game, where players, if they don't like the way you breathe, they transfer out, right? He still was able to get his team to the college football playoffs this last year. I think his ability to adapt and relate, even at, I believe, 72, um, was second to none. And then you talk about Bill Belichick. Everybody is synonymous when it comes to him, the Patriot way, right? What does the Patriot way mean? We're not going to beat ourselves, right? Bill Belichick is always going to take away the thing that you want to do, right? The thing that you're really good at. He's going to make you play left-handed. I remember vividly playing against this guy multiple years for a four-year stretch in the AFC East. And whatever we wanted to do, he took that thing away, and you had to beat him another way. So uh, defensive guru, uh, defensive genius, talking to my guy, Stefan Gilmore, who I played with in Buffalo. The year we left Buffalo, he went to the Patriots. I went to the 49ers. He was like, dudes, he's like, this dude is all time. The way he's able to scheme up teams and take away what they want to do. And then in the middle of the game, you're going to see something that you hadn't seen on film all year long against a Bill Belichick team. Again, they were the blueprint as far as not beating yourselves, making the other team beat themselves. So to me, we'll go down as the greatest NFL coach in history when you look at the six rings he has and also saving the greatest college football coach. We get to Pete Carroll. I think he was the best at allowing players to be themselves, right? If you look at what Saban and Belichick did, disciplinarian guys, like it's my way or the highway. Well, Pete Carroll lets you be yourself. And I thought that was really refreshing just looking at, you know, when you saw the Legion of Boom and Marshawn Lynch and all those different personalities. He was the perfect coach for that team because you allow guys to, to be themselves, but they always played at a certain level, right? There was a standard when you were on a uh, Pete Carroll team with the Seattle Seahawks. So always respected that about him, that he allowed players to be themselves. 
and the success that he had. Again, another legend in his own right. Tremendous breakdown. Leger Doosable. Okay, I'm going to give you a matchup. You tell me who you like. Cleveland, they're a two-point favorite at Houston and C.J. Stroud. Who do you got there, Leger? So I've been going back and forth with this one. Uh, I saw that Denzel Ward got banged up at practice, so that is a big potential loss if he's not playing for the Cleveland Browns. Because let's not forget, these two teams played earlier this year in Houston, and Joe Flacco and Amari Cooper cooked them for over, like, 200 yards receiving by himself with two touchdowns. But the caveat in that game is the young gunner, C.J. Stroud. He was not playing in that game. Right now, I'm leaning towards the Buffalo Bills and taking the points with the, uh, not the Bills, but the Browns. If you look at Joe Flacco, man, a, a caveat, this guy has seven road playoff wins. That's tied all time in NFL history with the GOAT, Tom Brady. So Joe Flacco is streaky good, and he can get on a hot streak. Let's not forget, this dude was on his couch like six weeks ago, and all he did was roll off the couch and throw for 300 yards in every single game. He played the New York Jets. The New York Jets had a 32-game uh, streak of not giving up 300 passing yards to a quarterback. And Joe Flacco damn near did that in the first half versus them. So Joe Flacco is streaky. When you talk about Jim Schwartz and that attacking defense, the top defense in the NFL in regards to yardage given up per game, I think this could be a long game for C.J. Stroud. The number was a lot higher, I think, earlier in the week. I think it was three and a half, four and a half. So it's interesting that that number has come down a little bit. Um, but I still like the Browns. Give me the Browns minus two and a half. Another intriguing game on Sunday night. Lions hosting the Rams. Rams catching three in this game. Which side do you come out on? I mean, this is NFL script writing at its best, right? We get Matthew <laughs> Stafford going back to Detroit. And the funny thing is, he was in Detroit for all those years and never had a home playoff game. He finally gets a playoff game in Detroit. <laughs> but the thing I want to watch, everybody's talking about Stafford going back. Let's not forget that Jared Goff felt like the redheaded stepchild in this trade, right? McVay and the Rams traded him away because they felt like he couldn't get them over the top. Well, the trade ended up working for the Rams because the next year, Stafford gets them over the top. But I would say that this trade has worked for the Lions, too. And Ben Johnson being with the Lions has really resurrected Jared Goff's career. And if you look at Stafford's numbers compared to Goff's numbers, they're almost identical for the games they've actually played. So I'm looking forward to seeing how Jared Goff responds in this spot at home, right? They're the favorites in this game. Now, this is a Rams team that is really hot coming into this game, one of the hottest teams in the NFL. And I love what Sean McVay has done with the development of these young players. When you look at Puka Nakua, if you look at Kobe Turner, who should win Defensive Rookie of the Year, Byron Young, who's had over eight sacks this year, they've done a really good job. But I'm leaning towards the Lions in this spot because if you look at Jared Goff and his playoff experience and Super Bowl experience, the grittiness that this Detroit Lions team can play with, with Ben Johnson, they could throw 40 times a game or they could run it down your throat for 35 times a game. I'm leaning towards the Lions. I think the Lions win this game at home. Leger, it could be, uh, in recent memory, all-time cold in Kansas City on Saturday night. Does that matter? First off, you could tell us from a player perspective what that does to you. And here comes Miami. Chiefs are laying four and a half. When it's that cold, and we're talking about negative wind chill degree, it comes down to a mentality, right? Who's going to be mentally tough enough to withstand the weather and not let it affect them? Whoever does that, most likely wins. And if you look at the history of the Miami Dolphins and more specifically Tua Tungavaloa in games in 45 degree weather or lower, he's 0-4, right? We're talking about this about to be in negative degree wind chill, right? So 
Not only that, that's not the biggest thing that worries me with the Miami Dolphins. It's the injury bug. I mean, they literally have, have had to sign guys off the street to play this weekend. When you talk about Bruce Irvin, Justin Houston coming in because they lost Andrew Van Ginkle. They lost Bradley Chubb a few weeks ago. They lost Jalen Phillips on the outside. Jerome Baker, their starting linebacker, got hurt. He won't be playing in this game. So I just think the injury bug will be too much to overcome. The Kansas City Chiefs offense isn't the offense that we're accustomed to seeing. But I really like what they did two weeks ago before they rested everybody last week. Really got the run game going with Isaiah Pacheco. And in a game like this, the team that's usually more physical and can run the football and limit mistakes, they're the team that's going to have the advantage. Give me the Chiefs minus four and a half with Isaiah Pacheco running the football. Dallas at home, lane seven against a young quarterback in Jordan Love who's played great. Got about a minute. Which side do you like in this one? Oh, I go back and forth. If you look at the history, right, the Green Bay Packers have never lost at AT&T Stadium, right? And the last year these two teams played, the Green Bay Packers won at home. Aaron Rodgers was the quarterback. The number, I believe, was eight and a half earlier this week. It's down to seven. I think this game is going to be a lot closer than people think. I think it's going to be a shootout. Give me the Packers plus seven. They're one of the hottest teams hey. right now. Jordan Love is probably one of the hottest quarterbacks the last month of the season. I like the Packers with the history on my side of them going into AT&T Stadium and making this a close game. Does Jordan Love playing like a top 14 quarterback? He is right now, for sure, without a doubt. And I think every question has been answered in regards to is he the quarterback of the future for the Green Bay Packers. Totally agree with you. So does Amal. <laughs> we just work with a donk and Dustin. Anyway, Leger Doosable, you're the best. We love your setup. We love the vibes. And thank you for the take on the coaches as well. CBS Sports HQ NFL analyst at Leger Doosable on Twitter. Enjoy the football, Leger. Appreciate you. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. Okay. Well, I'm all asked Leger. And when we come back, Dustin, standing, he's sitting right now on a prideful chair. That's what he does. But he says he has 14 quarterbacks he'd take over Jordan Love. So when we come back, we'll find out. And I'll restate some of the reasons why Jordan Love is special. I don't think Dustin's watched him play this year. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I don't think he's actually watched a Packer game this year. We're back. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Sharp Money presented by DraftKings, VSIN, the sports betting network. I just saw that TMZ said Tom Brady pens an emotional note to Bill Belichick after the Patriots exit. Did, did Brady uh, release another statement? Because I read you what he said to Belichick on the way out. And it was basically like, You've been a good coach. We had a good run. Good luck in your next endeavor. There was nothing. There was no emotion behind it. We played earlier today as we welcome you back. Of course, I'm all shot. Dustin Sweetelson. I'm Patrick Maher. Kind of an end of an era. It really is. It, Dustin, you know, somehow made it about him, but he's right. Our whole entire lives, big guy, our whole entire lives, Bill Belichick's been a part of it. Uh, Pete Carroll's been a part of it. And certainly Nick Saban's been a part of it. They gone. Popovich still hanging on, though. Your boy, who's the oldest of the four. He's 74. And, you know, he had his moment where he ripped the mic and told the fans what to do, which was super odd. And I think the bigger story with him is he's got maybe a generational player. And uh, I don't know if he's a generational coach at this point. But anyway, that's the situation there. We've got... 
a conversation that started about a half hour ago. Amal and I are all in on Jordan Love and Dustin. But if, here's one thing. I've known him for so long. Here's one thing you have to understand about Dustin. He may not believe what he's saying. And then he'll call me after the show and say, wasn't that good when, oh, I, no, like, I, pretended what, when, I, when I pretended what I was saying, but I was doing it because I was making great content? I was like, no, you weren't because I know you're being emotional. And he's emotional right now about Jordan Love. It may be because he hates me. It might be because he hates them all. And it's definitely because he hates Samich. So <laughs> Samich said at the beginning of the year that Jordan Love was going to be awesome. I laughed at him. Dustin definitely laughed at him. I think Amal was more neutral. I couldn't be more wrong. And I'm going eyeball test. It, he is special. And I gave you some of the stats. Dustin helped me. He said, don't forget his best offensive lineman, Bakhtieri. The best offensive player, Aaron Jones. Those two have essentially been out the whole entire year. The Packers became the 10th team in NFL history to reach the postseason after a 3-6 and six start. They are the youngest team in 45 years, and he's the quarterback. And over the last seven games, 18 touchdown passes, one interception, and led the league in EPA per dropback. Meaning, he's been right there. Amongst the other quarterbacks in NFL over the last seven, so a nice month and a half as the best quarterback in football. Dustin then said, I've got 15 guys, maybe 14, 14, 14 guys I'd rather no, have than Jordan Love. 13. He is quarterback 14. He's okay, quarterback 14. but here's what you're going to have to do. You're stopping after every quarterback to allow Amal and I tell you whether or not you're hammered or you're legit. Oh, Fair? Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So a couple points I want to make. Uh, his coming out party was week 12 against the Lions. So weeks 1 through 11 just don't count in the evaluation overall of the player. That's cool. No, um, no, no. No, good point. No, good point, big guy. Because for the whole year, you mean the whole year, he went 32 touchdowns and 11 picks. Uh, in this, these last Sorry. few weeks since week 12, he uh, Sorry faced to provide points. four bottom 10 defenses against the pass. Uh, oh, no, no, you're not going to do this, right? You're not really going to break down the no, no. whole entire And then I'm going to list the schedule. quarterbacks. And I'm going to list the quarterbacks. So here's your quarterbacks. Mahomes, one. Yes. The, I don't know the, the way you were talking. I thought there was wait, No, come on. That one's an obvious one. Go ahead. <laughs> Let's go. Burrow. Yes. Lamar. Yes. 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 Josh Allen. Yes. yes. Mom might not, not, not agree with that one. I, he's a turnover machine, guys. Okay, his talent machine. is so – he's not even the same species as Jordan Love. Oh, See, that – I don't want to get into it, but that's where I disagree. I think Jordan Love has freaky talent. Maybe he's not going to be the best quarterback. Anyway, you have, we have to give him Allen. Okay, well, what is that, five? Four. Dak Four. Prescott. Okay. I'll give you I'll him. I'll say yes. Yeah, exactly. Justin Herbert. Yes. Yes. Matthew Stafford. By the way, you were just talking earlier about how terrible Justin <laughs> Herbert is. <laughs> no, exactly. my point was I wouldn't, if I was taking a job – Accept someone else's quarterback that's left over. I want my own guy. Patrick, he's right. chose Des he, chose, he chose Desmond Ritter. Yeah. yeah I want but Patrick, he's right. You don't want a top five, top six quarterback. There's no reason for this, that. I know. Why would you? This version of Dustin, I cannot stand. But go ahead. Matthew Stafford. Sure. We'll give it to you for now. Yes, sure. Whatever. <laughs> that's not even, they're, again, not Oh, even okay. Yeah, no, no, no. You're going to scoff at everything we say. Go ahead. Kirk Cousins. He's not better than Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is one of the most remarkably consistent quarterbacks we've ever. Wait, seen. why are you? Wait, wait, you. I, this is an A and B conversation between <laughs> me and Amal. 
Make it. Face. And by the way, if you have to passionately argue your guy, is it really a slam dunk? <laughs> no, it means the other. Are we going to give him person. cousins over love? I just say this: if you're throwing to the best receiver in football, you're going to be pretty good. Yeah, except he did but it. At let's just say stops. all things considered. Yeah, let's we'll say all to, things considered equal. Yeah. Do we want next year cousins or or Jordan Love? Oh, then I want Jordan Love. <laughs> I would agree. By the way, real quick, back on Stafford, 32 and 11 for Love, 24 and 11 for. Uh, stop with this, this football oh. stats. Like, okay, okay, that's fair. I don't disagree. Oh yeah, no, you're right. No, you're right because Jordan Love had Puka Nakua and Cooper Cup. No, he didn't. <laughs> he had people nobody's ever heard of that he elevated. I think Jaden Reed just walked into the bar and nobody recognized him. Jaylen? He, he Jaden Reed could could sit on Dustin's lap with his Packers helmet and jersey <laughs> on, and he wouldn't know who he was. Jalen Hurts. No. I don't, I'm not a Hurts guy, I, I but never was. I'm just not a Hurts guy. And I, I, if we're being fair, Hurts has not been very good this year. No, but he went to Super Bowl last year, and uh, his coach is a donk, and that's getting in the way of him succeeding. You're a, Matt, 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 Matt LaFleur all of a sudden is Andy Reid? Matt <laughs> LaFleur's <laughs> offense looks pretty good. I'll give you that. You just, you, said that. A, you just said LaFleur's offense the year in Tennessee was terrible. Yeah, but Matt LaFleur... Here's where I'll, I'll, I'll admit I was wrong. Matt LaFleur is a better coach than I thought. Okay. Don't play that game with me. You think I'm stupid? Uh, You're so annoying. Aaron Rodgers. He's had an incomplete season, but Patrick brought up a but great better point. better than him right now. Well, and not only that, he said, think about last year. He had these guys, and he didn't do anything. <laughs> Dustin, Dustin, you made that argument during the break. Yeah. You just walked into your own argument. Dustin goes, hey, bro, you're okay at your job, but let me tell you how to be better. Don't forget Aaron Rodgers stunk on this team last year, and Jordan Love just took him to the postseason. You argued against yourself. Yeah, but we know Aaron Rodgers is a conspiracy theorist, and in that role, what he was doing was planning his exit from Green Bay by looking as bad as possible last year. Everyone knows that's that what he was doing. That egomaniac would never do that, but please uh, continue. Tua. No. Tua is a more accurate thrower of the football. I tell you right now. You want now, Tua to start on your team, all things considered equal? Or did you watch the Sunday Love night game? Dude, I, I, I genuinely believe Tua is a pretty terrible quarterback. No. Tua was throwing some hospital balls Dude, on Dude, he's night. in an awesome system. Jordan Love's fine. C.J. Stroud. Oh, you're taking Stroud. I'll take Stroud. Brock Purdy. No. no. Wait. You'd be Brock Wait, Purdy on this Packers team? So are we, you kidding? So are we they disagree- nine and eight with Brock we Purdy? Disagreed on Cousins, Hurts, Tua, Purdy. Were we on Rodgers? Did we? Did you guys concede that I'm Fine, right? You Rogers? can have Rodgers. You can have him. So he's quarterback four, five. <laughs> but just make six, sure you seven, wear a mask. <laughs> eight, nine. I'm triple vaxxed. Uh, nine. He's QB ten then for you guys. He's QB ten. He's QB fourteen wait, for me. Wait, wait, wait. Real quick. So I'm not a. I, I, I hate arguing this point because Dustin's right. I don't like in the NFL the touchdown numbers. Purdy had 31 touchdowns and 11 INTs. He has future Hall of Famer George Kittle, Debo Samuel, future Hall of Famer Trent Williams, Brandon Ayuk, and Kyle Shanahan playing, you. calling plays. Thank but, you. hey, don't Thank worry you. about it. Thank you. Hey, I can and a running back that sucked up the defense constantly. Oh, Dustin, I, I didn't want to say him. Can, can I say one thing? Hmm. I think as you were talking about it, yes. you started to yes. hate your argument. <laughs> I did. Absolutely. I, I would say this. When we began the summer, I called him QB24. I think you guys acting like I'm stubborn by moving him 10 spots since Hold the on. season. No. 
I got the greatest argument. Patrick, how much you want to bet jo Dustin is a minus 1,000 favorite to have a Jordan Love MVP ticket next year? <laughs> next year? That's yes. Probably true. It's probably <laughs> true. Dude, he's <laughs> going to tell us why we slept on him. <laughs> yes. They're going to uh, trade you guys for overrated him then, but he's back. properly rated now. <laughs> yes. 40 to 1 Jordan Love MVP. Okay. Here, here's what I'll say I will say there is a middle ground between us. He's probably quarterback. 12. Okay, no, no, fair. That's fine. Listen, we're getting into semantics on where he ranks. I'll just say this and give Samich credit, but Patrick brought up a good point. Samich kind of threw guessing. a dart a little bit on this one. He did throw he a had, dart. He wasn't breaking down Nevada film. He, What he's done over the last seven, eight weeks deserves a ton of credit. I watched that Bears game very closely, and I got to tell you guys, I thought that was the reason why the Bears are going to draft Caleb Williams, because they looked over and they go, we're not going to be able to beat Green Bay with this guy for the next 10 years if we don't get somebody that's comparable. All right, can I say Dustin, something? behind. Oh, go ahead. I think I might be wrong on Jordan Love. Wait, 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 wait. Behind a marginal offensive line, we saw 66 different starters in the NFL this year, and he started all 17. There's got, like, the youngest team in 45 years to make the postseason. I'll go this. QB 11. He's QB 11 now. We'll meet in the middle. So it's, we'll, I moved you from said 12 14, to, from 14 to 12 to 11. He's 11. He's 11. Okay. Of 8.1 billion people, shot to Taylor Swift. He's the 12th best to do this on the planet. But he's still not good enough to ever win a Super Bowl. Until next year when you have your futures play. <laughs>
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, DraftKings, shout to Vermont. DraftKings is open and ready to go. Vermont became the 37th state to legalize sports wagering. Congratulations. Five bucks to get $200 in bonus bets instantly at DraftKings when you use the promo code Vegas. That's for new customers, Vermont. And remember, all customers are no sweat, same game parlay every day at DraftKings. The crown is yours. I'm all Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson. I'm Patrick Maher. Now, I'm, I need to bring up something. We have sound to play and we have some picks. I need to bring up something that has to be said on the air because it's way too uncomfortable to talk about it off the air. Today, we had a town hall. Everybody has these at your company, whether it be over Skype or whatever, where Len and Stacy, who do a great job, you know, you come together, kumbaya, and we talk about the company being awesome. And I, and it's, we're all lucky to work here. We're all work, lucky to work for VSIN and DraftKings. It has nothing to do with our company. It has nothing to do with Town Hall. It has everything to do with Dustin Sweetelson. So this goes back to our days at our other company, and Dustin's always had this affinity. He's always had this knack of when there's a huge group meeting with his coworkers, he thinks of it as his opportunity, Amal, to shine. Like, yeah. I know this is about the company, but really it's about me. And if you notice, there were, I don't know, a hundred people involved in today's town hall. And there was one person that made multiple cracks while Len or Stacy was were speaking. And it was Dustin Sweetelson. And every time out here in Los Angeles, I put my head in my hand and I was like shaking my head like, that's the big guy. He's always got to be heard. Did you notice that, Amal? I did because I saw him. So he was probably the third most vocal person at the meeting. <laughs> yeah, behind the speakers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Behind the people that were, are there to speak, our bosses. Defend yourself. Uh, first of all, Len made it very clear he wanted my assistance when he made a comment about me not eating a donut before we got started. And I made a joke to him that, Len, we've reached a crossroads. I can either eat the donut or I can buy a new wardrobe. That's where we're at in my life. So he made it clear through that that he wanted my help because it was going to be a tense room. Everyone feels weird when management's there. So I took it as an opportunity. Every time there was a chance to crack a joke, I jumped in and lightened the mood a little. You're welcome, everyone. See, the Thank pro you. The problem is, Patrick. He actually did hit a home run on that last joke. He, you know, he does have good zings. I, I'll admit that. I he can't has create. Good zings. I can't. So, like, I can't do stand-up. I can't go to a stand-up place here and go up there with a notebook full of jokes and premises. I'm not a good storyteller. I'm not good at setting things up. That's why I'm friends with Patrick. He sets me up. I'm Kyle Corver. <laughs> I'm Kyle Corver. You want to run around? You want to run a pick and roll? You want to look for a pop, a chance to pass it? I'm going to stand in the corner. I'll knock down that shot about 70% of the time. 30% I'm going to miss. Like, Jordan Love. 70% of the time, though, I'm going to knock oh. it down. I, Amal's right, though. Like, he does have one skill, which is, like, coming up with a zing that everybody's like, oh, 
actually really funny. And like, <laughs> right. it's always annoying because he, his timing's pretty good too. But the rest of the time, it's just annoying. I, I know when people are feeling uncomfortable about something. So I think it's fun <laughs> to point out what everyone's uncomfortable you're about. You're saying that your emotional intelligence is higher than most. No, I'm saying I think when everyone's uncomfortable, it's funny. And I want to keep it going and lean into it. So I'm going to highlight <laughs> what makes everyone feel weird. I, dude, I'm a, honestly, my best, it's not like I should quit this. I should be a professional person who hangs out at funerals. I absolutely <laughs> crush funerals. I, I have to give you credit. You just created an entirely new industry yeah, that no, doesn't exist. You, you can work, go with a Malta El Salvador. <laughs> we're, we're, <laughs> uh, dude, Which, by the way, was the line. That was the line. That was the answer of the uh, year that we've been doing this show. It never will be topped. Just, I, I, I think funerals are the best place to make jokes. Uh, it's a perfect place. Here, but here, you want to know, like, and we'll get to our picks. The funny part about it was, like, I was on a phone listening to Lennon. Didn't and, know if you Stacey could hear me. The, and no, I heard somebody from the audience, and I immediately go, guarantee that was Dustin. Len starts laughing. He goes, good one, Dustin. And I was <laughs> like, oh, my God, I knew it was him. I knew. I knew it was him. All right. Now, you guys tell me something about tonight. The Boston Celtics are at the Milwaukee Bucks, and Boston's catching two. I know they're on a back-to-back. -back. Big guy, we talked about the injury report. It's just Horford. The Boston Celtics are on another planet than the Bucs. Like, nobody has quite realized that the Bucs stink. They've lost four of five. They could have lost to San Antonio Mall, as you mentioned. They're just the Giannis tax, and the Bucs a couple of years ago won a championship tax that's still being applied to this team is wild. I don't disagree with any of what you said. I think part of the reason you're seeing the line where it's at tonight is simply because Boston had an overtime game against Minnesota last night. Now you travel to Milwaukee. The Bucks haven't played since Monday. And the Bucks got embarrassed by the Utah Jazz at home by 13, excuse me, by 16 points. And guys, I was watching that game. It wasn't even that close. I went in game with the Bucks. I thought they'd make a push. They had no shot in that game. They just don't defend. No. Uh, they really don't. I, well, they're 25-12, so I'm being a little exaggerative, but they don't defend. Well, something's going on because player props are pulled off right now for them. So something must have come out with players sitting. Here's, here's what, what's wrong with the Bucks. They don't defend. They miss Drew Holiday. It's a Drew Holiday revenge game. He is fitting really nicely in Boston. Uh, the Bucks. they thought by getting Damian Lillard and everything. We all love Damian Lillard, his clutchness. They desperately miss the intangibles that Drew Holiday brought to the table. Yeah, but isn't he one of the best guard on-ball defenders in the league? Drew. Yeah. Oh, For yeah. Sure. Right? Oh, but I mean, the, they had him playing center the other night. They had him lining up in zone at, at the five. Like, this guy can do everything. I, I just say this. Yeah. And if you don't like the side before the game like Patrick does on the C's, you know, perfect example, we had an NBA game in Paris today. The original number was three and a half on Brooklyn, getting three and a half. You could have gotten in-game numbers up to 18 and a half, 19 and a half. So there'll be some opportunities in-game here tonight. Well, my prop on that one, I, I just bet it during the break. Uh, Jalen Brown has been on maybe the best heater of his career, and he went off last night. He's a streaky player, 24 and a half from going over points. Jalen Brown sees, big guy. Yeah, he had a really good night last night, and – that's what he does. He he's streaky. I, Derek White's a guy I like to back on the Celtics. My bets tonight. Uh, we just added it uh, in the last break. Do up Reef. Don't even know who he is. Hey. But DeAndre Ayton's out. Trailblazers. He's a center for the Trailblazers. 
They're taking on Oklahoma City, who's like fourth worst at uh, allowing rebounds to opposing centers. When he plays over 25 minutes, he goes over that six and a half number. He's gone over, I believe, three or four games this year. We'll go Duop Reith for the Portland Trailblazers over six and a half rebounds. And then we're going to attack the Knicks and Mavericks game with two plays in that one. Derek Jones for Dallas, over 19.5 points, rebounds, and assists. We got a lot of people out right now. Donkic is out. Lively could be out. The Mavs are in a bad Grant way. Grant Williams right now. is questionable. Lively's doubtful. Kleber's doubtful. I think Derek Jones is a guy on the wing who's going to get his. And then this is a play on a guy that's probably not getting enough love for what he's done. Mitchell Robinson going out was a key part of the Knicks doing what they do, which is offensive rebound and keep possessions alive. Isaiah Hartenstein has stepped in for him over the last few weeks and has been really remarkable. Uh, over 19 and a half points and rebounds for him tonight. He's had some games with 15, 20 rebounds over the last week. I think we easily get there covering the rebound portion of this. We just need a couple buckets. And he's got a sweet, nice uh, nice game in the paint. Nice little floater that he, that he relies on. I think Hartenstein goes off. Oh, stop it. Can we not make fun of me for one minute? <laughs> I'm not making fun of you. Just with a floater in the paint. I'm, anything, I'm, <laughs> anything, Amal? I'm going to take a bad team right now that's not playing well. That's UCLA. <laughs> They're on the road tonight at the Huntsman Center in Salt Lake City against Utah. They're catching between eight and eight and a half in this game. I expect the Utes to win this game, but the one thing with Nick's team, they have been in games throughout the course of the season. I like UCLA catching eight or eight and a half. If you can get the eight and a half, great, but still play it at eight. I prefer me, CLA. Can I make fun of that or no? Yeah, yeah, you can. That okay, wasn't good. Thank you. Uh, by the way, you guys saw that Laporta, they're optimistic he's going to play. Wow. Can we? Can I just say this, Dustin and Amal, to my friends in Michigan? That doesn't change it was wrong to play him and play the starters in week 18 if he's available. No, I actually think he's less okay. likely to play because they're saying he's going to play. I think it's all all ploy. But, but to Patrick's root, point. You think it's a smokescreen? Trojan horse. Listen. Though they weren't going to get losses from the Cowboys and the Eagles that weekend. There's no reason to play them. Trojan horse. How does that even mean? It means it's a dupe. It's a fake. It's like my Travis Scott. Is that true? Scott. It's like my Travis Scott shoes I'm wearing. They retail for 400 I paid 50 Let me You know see. why? They're fake AF. Can I say Let that? Let me see. You just did. Let me see your shoes. Well, those are pretty cool. They're, I just ordered them in another color. Fake. You can see how dirty they are, too. I got to clean Looks them. like you're helping the Chinese economy. <laughs> but those are pretty cool, though. Big guy, uh, look, I'm sorry. You just you can't be talking like that at town halls. That's all. I'm just saying. Even though they were good things. I'm all Shaw. Enjoy your Thursday. Dustin Sweetelson. We'll be back for a football Friday. Tomorrow is going to be awesome. Samich. Phil Join will run the wild card board and more. We'll see you tomorrow right here on Sharp Money, presented by DraftKings. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does all the work for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more. And you can resell on Picasso's marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. Visit Picasso to see thousands of listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com.
Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com.